0: On the normal radio, free weed, free weed. Oy, oy, Danny Danko, come we show you how it goes. You're now tuned into free weed from Danny Danko on normal radio, presented by High Times Magazine. See me, I say, boom, bang, big respect. See me, I say, Danny Danko.
1: Alright, welcome to episode 44 of High Times Presents Free Weed from Danny Danko. As always, thank you to Jacques and Winstrung for the lovely tune. And here we are, 44th episode in, and very excited to be back.
2: Yes, welcome everybody. (laughs) This is episode 44 of Free Weed. That is Danny Danko, I am Mike Hughes, and um, yeah... We have a really excellent episode here, a couple of interviews, a lot of great cultivation information. Uh, But before we get going in that, let's just tell you a little bit about what's going on around High Times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we're all gearing up for the 26th annual High Times Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam coming up November 24th through the 28th. And, uh, yeah, I mean, people are wondering, oh, why should I go to Amsterdam? Why should I go to Amsterdam? There's cannabis cups in America. Nothing beats a uh, cannabis cup over there where you can go to the coffee shops and order off the menus. And you don't need a doctor's note. You don't need any kind of, uh, you know, permission or anything. You just go and have fun. It's a beautiful city with lots of sites and, and fun things to do. And, you know, they really they made it possible throughout, you know, even, let's say, the dark ages of the 80s and 90s, when uh, there was really no safe haven for us as uh, responsible cannabis consumers, or you know, potheads, or whatever you want to call us. But uh, Amsterdam always beckoned and always uh, was a was was a a uh, safe haven of sorts. And there's, there's nothing like that first time in a coffee shop where you know you're being treated like a customer instead of a criminal. So uh, yeah, we're gonna be over there. Uh, it's our 26th. We should mention some of the musical acts that we've booked. Uh, we have um, Killer Mike and LP, who have a really good uh, hip-hop record called Run the Jewels out right now. Uh, people know Killer Mike as well from, from other uh, solo and combination works that he's done. Uh, also, uh, Cameron and Smoke Dizza, uh, which should be a very interesting night over there. And uh, we're also very proud to announce that we have The Wailers, uh, members of the original whalers with bob marley and the whalers and um that should be very exciting too. always love to have a good reggae <laughs> show over there people really appreciate that and we're excited about that and yeah it's going to be a real fun cup
2: yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, last year was great. This year, like you said, Killamike, Mike LP, the Wailers. How cool is that? So, yeah,
1: Smoke Dizza too. I mean, he, he, people don't sleep on on him. He's quite a performer and a definite connoisseur of cannabis. So
2: we had him at a cup. What, where was he? Yeah, I remember. He came, was, well, he came
1: with currency to a couple of cups. Actually, it, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's San been, Francisco a couple yeah, years back. Yeah, okay. smoke, Smoke DZA. Very cool. Well, and, if you were looking uh, for Cameron,
2: that's Cameron. Yeah, that's also amazing. good. Yeah. So if you're looking for discount tickets, Danko has your back. How do they do it, Dan? Promo code D-A-N-K-O
1: at CannabisCup.com gets you 10% off your tickets and uh, gets me noticed by my corporate overlords. So... (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, yeah if you buy tickets that way then they know that Danko is selling tickets and that, you're listening to free weed and that it and raises that, his value right. and that allows is. me to keep my job right basically so, so don't please don't make him get fired people right. please please tickets.
1: please promo code Danko 10 percent off tickets and and that's pretty substantial it's like 25 bucks because uh those two-day passes are I mean the four-day passes for the full week are uh you know, $250 or something. But, you know, you get the four concerts, you get the expo, you get a ton of uh, grow seminars. I'm really looking forward. We're going to do a live free weed episode over there with uh, Mike Corral and some of the Dutch breeders. And uh, right after that, Robert Connell Clark is going to do a uh, a presentation. We've got Mila and uh, Simon. and All these these great breeders, Soma, are going to all be doing these grow seminars in the roast uh, space during the day. Uh, where there'll be also be tons of vendors, so that whole expo area is very fun. But then hey, you can hop on a bus, you can go to uh, um, Victoria Hotel right there by Central Station and explore the city. It's one cool thing about this cup that makes it different is that coffee shop crawl where you just go from shop to shop and um, get to sample the wares from all these different places and you know be nice and uh, have fun and, and I hope to see you guys there. It's going to be a great time.
2: Yeah, we should also just mention that our old friend, Jorge Cervantes, is getting the Lifetime Achievement Award, which is very cool. Yes,
1: Lifetime Achievement for teaching so many people the art of cannabis cultivation. Um, Without that, you know, we'd all still be in the dark right now. So, you know, we really did overgrow the government in a lot of ways, and Jorge's a major, major part of that. So we're going to be
2: honoring him with that award. and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, also when Dan and I were in both Amsterdam and Spain in the spring, we were lucky enough to go to the uh, the hemp museum, right? Yeah, and that is Ben Dronker's mm-hmm. museum, and ben he is being inducted into the High Times Counterculture Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, and if people don't know, uh,
1: because he's a pretty low key guy, but he started uh, the Sensi Seed Bank. Um, all of the things that you know that was one of the original original seed banks, and and still existing to this day. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the hemp, uh, marijuana and hashish hotel in Amsterdam and the one, <clears throat> the one that we visited in Spain was just breathtaking, uh, in, in a big sort of, uh, you know, palatial sort of mansion building, uh, very beautiful. There was a couple of Picassos in there, some, some incredible marijuana artifacts, one of a kind things there. So if you're ever in Barcelona, definitely check that out. The one in Amsterdam right there in the red light district is great as well and uh scentsy seeds have just been a stalwart they've won many cannabis cups in the past and you know been responsible for strains like the jack harrer and the uh um you know just a bunch of incredible strains from from scentsy so uh we're honored to to be uh bestowing mr ben dronkers and the whole dronkers family the whole Sensi seed family with that award as well uh another interesting thing is we were we're reaching out to a lot of europeans you know because uh uh, you know, we're looking to make this really as international as possible. We want to we want to feel like, you know, we've got the world's best connoisseurs there. So we reached out, uh, we made a video, we're making a few different ones in different languages. And of course, I got to do the Russian language one, uh, which was a bit daunting because I, you know, I don't have uh, that much experience speaking Russian. I mean, I speak it with my family and things like that. I was born there, but I really grew up here in the U.S., came over when I was three years old, so... My accent and my pronunciation and all of those things probably aren't a hundred percent. What do you
2: say we we play a little of
1: that and let the people uh, hear? Do you guys want to hear me speaking Russian? To I think the... they absolutely do. All right, okay. So we'll play a segment of that. It's pretty short. It's an invitation to Russian-speaking people to come to the Canvas Cup. Меня зовут Я редактор журнала High Times. Отвечаю за отдел культивации, или проще говоря. Выращивание. Приглашаем вас в Амстердам с 24 по 28 ноября, чтобы посетить ежегодный турнир Cannabis Cup, уже 26 по счету. Там мы сравним множество видов марихуаны и кашиши из межных кофешопов. Хотите получить 10% скидку со стоимости билета? Используйте промокод Данько на сайте cannabiscup.com. Ждем вас!
2: <laughs> love that.
1: I yeah. love it. You can check it out on YouTube if you want to see me actually uh, saying the uh, the Russian words. And there all are also that.
2: subtitles there, uh, yeah. which are kind of funny. So. Funny
1: funny literal translation of the subtitles. So check that out. And uh, yeah, we'll hope to see some, uh, some Russian people at the event. Again, uh, promo code Danko gets you 10% off tickets. Uh, that includes one-day passes, uh, four-day passes, pretty much whatever tickets you can get. Uh, 10% off. From the Danko promo code And uh, yeah Our latest issue Let's talk about that That's December 2013 uh, Closing out quite a year For High Times Magazine With our top 10 strains of the year Typically our December issue um, Global Pot Report Very excited about that The top 10 strains I write now Since uh, 2005 um, very exciting to put that all together and and, and see the photos of, of strains that have made a lot of noise during the year, winning. Now, different- I don't
2: want to give it away, but mm. what was one uh, surprise strain in that list that you might want to mention? Huh?
1: I would say you know probably the Cheesel. That that's that's quite a surprise because you know we all know and love the cheese, but uh, you know, who knows when you're going to cross something with something else and and get. Something good, and so the diesel cheese cross actually turned out really interesting. And so I like that. I like the freedom 35. That's really unique. That's from Dr. Green Thumb, uh, and they claim a flowering time of 35 days. Uh, it's very very short flowering time for something that fills out quite nicely. Uh, perfect for you know people in high altitudes or uh, places where they don't get much of a season in the fall. So yeah, I mean there's a bunch on there uh, full. Uh, list of 10. We did the Global Pot Report, which uh, basically is a harvest report from all over the world. Uh, we've got some interesting places like Lebanon. And um, so that's pretty exciting as well. Uh, Anthony Jesselneck is the interview. I never knew uh, how much of a pothead he was, but he uh, apparently, you know, is no stranger to the halfling's leaf. And <laughs> recently heard him on uh, Doug Benson's podcast. He has got a new one called Getting Dug with High. And it's really amazing. He just gets these comedians on there, gets them super baked, and they talk for about forty-five minutes. It's very—I'm—I'm uh, I'm quite entertained by it. It's funny. Um, it's pretty much what we do, except
2: we're—we're <laughs> we're not that funny.
1: Right, <laughs> right. Doug, Doug definitely brings out the best in people, and so shouts to Doug Benson and that show. But he had Justin on there, and uh, yeah, Anthony knows his way around a bong and uh, can roll joints and all that stuff. So that was pretty cool. So that was an interesting interview um, for my co- our colleague Dan Sky. And, yeah, I think it's just a great issue through and through. Um, great great pot photography, good cultivation information, and uh, we're excited about it.
2: Yeah, so go pick up the December issue. It's got a big, beautiful bud and nice Christmas colors on it. And, of course, uh, Danny Danko's top 10 strains of the year is the featured article there. So do that. Yeah. Also, uh, go to CannabisCup.com and put in that promo code Danko for 10% off. You'll want to do that. What do you say we take a little break? and come back with our first guest of FreeWeed44. Yes.
1: Alright, we are back and we have a very interesting interview now coming up. Uh, Jen from Jen's Music Stash, a frequent contributor to FreeWeed and a co-worker here at High Times Magazine, is speaking with Doc Greens, from Doc Greens. And they are a (laughs) medically infused uh, cannabis company. They basically make lotions uh, that are made with cannabis oils mixed in with them. And these topical lotions are used uh, on the skin uh, for a variety of ailments. And this isn't something that gets you high, but it does make good use of cannabinoids that are there uh, and present in skincare and uh, basically other types of healthcare, so I'm well, very skin,
2: skin can absorb the THC, right? That's sort yeah, of part of the
1: absolutely. I mean, our receptors are there. I just think uh, you know we're going to learn a little more about it. It's not something we've really discussed much on the show. It's not even something I know all that much about. I mean, I know you know when I rub it on my you know.
2: Skin, it feels oh, good. When was skin? Okay. <laughs> oh, I was nervous there yeah, for a second. I mean, it
1: feels good and it's soothing, <laughs> but I don't have, you know, the type of ailments that, um, you know, things like psoriasis or anything like that, that it actually helps to soothe. It's just basically a calming sort of thing for, for most people. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, we're only barely scratching the surface of what uh, what the plant can do uh, in, in topical forms and, and, you know, various other forms. So it's very exciting and very groundbreaking stuff. And so let's, without further ado, get uh, to hear some of Jen's discussion with Doc Green's.
2: But Jen, take it away.
3: I actually am a co-host with Mike of Jen's Music Stash. But today we have with us Ellie Green, or otherwise known as... Sticky Green. Sticky Green, who is a Cannabis Cup winner, f- our first-time winner, from San Francisco. What did you win for?
4: I think it was called the Infused Medical... Uh, not to,
3: not, it's not a tongue twister. It was a non-edible, medically-infused <laughs> product, otherwise known as a MIP or non-edible. And so a non-edible could be, well, anything that you can't eat. Yeah, basically it was,
4: it was a great honor to see high times step up and give a an high times cannabis cup award to a product that doesn't necessarily get you high yeah and to me that is the future of the gateway to cannabis topical has been the gateway to cannabis and other alternative medicines and potentially might be one of the cannabis products that can help tip the scales uh, we've changed a lot of people's viewpoints it's uh, a subtle product it works it doesn't get you high um, it's a lotion, it comes in a more subtle packaging, and uh, can- you don't have to get high to be a cannabis user, necessarily.
3: Right, and that's true, so you are one of three co-founders of Doc Green's uh, Cannabis Lotion, and I've used it, I love it. I have um, a small sample, it's lavender, and it smells great. But yeah, as a topical, how, how do topicals work?
4: Well, we're covered with uh, CBD rece- CB receptors all over our whole body, inside and out uh... and in slight uh... inflammation pl- place like arthritis rheumatoid arthritis that's where we have our most success but even as far as people have been using it for b bites bug bites which is an inflammation of sorts uh... psoriasis it helps deal with itching we've had people use it for headaches on their temples uh... and um... it's basically binding the, re- the receptors topically and it doesn't get deep into the bloodstream so it's not causing a side effect of getting high or might slight side effect of getting high but not much and it's dealing with the inflammation and dealing with the pain.
3: Yeah, I mean we all have such a deep appreciation for this plant, right? I mean cannabis. It's just so cool that it is actually like a miracle drug. Like you said, it you know, helps treat headaches, arthritis, back aches, sports injuries. I met um, a drummer who loves to use topicals because here is, you know, he's a rock star drummer and he's always, you know, using all of his limbs. And after a while, after years and years of drumming, um, you get pain, uh, over, you know, throughout your body. So he um, uses your topicals and has great treatment, you know, yeah, great we have success a, with it.
4: We have a drummer in the Bay Area who's been playing for 40 years. <laughs> and he... Um, he gets spasms in his fingers and cramps, and he can't—he loses the sticks ever since he's been using the lotion. He puts it on before he says he could go through sessions, hour or two, and no, no spasms in his fingers, no cramps, no nothing like that. My dad recently told me he gets bad leg cramps late at night, and he goes through the old cold. My mom's like, "Go run to the bathroom, step on a cold tile," uh-huh. and then eventually, after being in pain for ten minutes, it goes away. He says he rolls over, puts the lotion on, within a minute, it's gone, cramps wow. gone.
3: That's great. And so uh, you were telling me about your parents, right? They didn't have any experience with pot or weed. No,
4: my parents are in their 70s. My dad's an Orthodox rabbi. Uh, Shalom, Rabbi. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's been a very, very uh, uh, pro-everybody, all types of lifestyles and cultures, tried to be a very open-minded rabbi. Um, Through my culture and friends over the years has experienced, you know, uh, the the High Times culture and, and is respected as seeing the peace and, and love and the quality of the people and there's no, the stigmas he heard weren't true. But about uh, four years ago when we started our company, he really wanted to get involved on the activist level. And he's been with us to hundreds of collectives. He speaks at senior centers. He's never used cannabis in his life except rubbing it all over his body.
3: Yeah, and has he had success with it?
4: He has had success. Every day he uses it.
3: So now you're telling me that your dad is a cannabis user every day.
4: Not is he just the cannabis user every day, putting it on his old basketball injury arthritic knee, rubbing it on his legs for cramps a few times a week. My mom's using it for sciatica, her headaches. Um, he's one of our biggest activists. He's been to many cannabis cups. He's seen the people involved. He's been to the biggest collectives in California. He goes and speaks at senior centers. He's studied the history of the prohibition, and he looks at it as that it's an obligation of his being a spiritual leader to speak up against this injustice and this medicine needs to be brought to the people and to the world and you know a little civil disobedience from a 75 year old orthodox rabbi is what's needed and he's it's quite interesting uh, to see him really motivated out there you know.
3: yeah well it was awesome seeing your parents who actually accepted the award with you at our san francisco cup on stage
4: oh yeah my mom jumped up on stage as we were accepting the award and this bliss and glee, my, someone taps me. and It's like your mom's here. She gets on. She's like, I want to speak. She she actually just went through an issue where she was overprescribed on uh, anti anxiety pills, uh, about ten times the amount she was so supposed she to be. she was on. a
3: real neurotic Jew.
4: A true new, true neurotic <laughs> oh, Jew, and basically she got on stage and said she's weaned herself off of this medicine and she will never take anything from her doctor again for anti anxiety. And next time she has stress, she's gonna have some <laughs> cannabis.
3: Well, I hope my mom is listening because I am going to send her some lotion. Um, just a quick question: Where can we get Doc Green's therapeutic cannabis lotion?
4: So right now, Doc Green's has been in California established about four and a half years ago. Uh, if you are a medical cannabis patient, you can go to our website, DocGreen's.org, sign up. It's a very easy uh, process, and we do ship directly to your house. We're in over 150 collectives in the state, and. Uh, we might be expanding sometime soon to Colorado, Washington, potentially Israel, so keep your eyes open.
3: So I was just actually thinking, like, do you pick certain strains to use? Are they CBD rich? Or how do you choose what goes into the topicals? So we
4: actually never jumped on the CBD bandwagon so great. I do believe in it, but we also believe in whole plant medicine and a lot of people going CBD crazy. We personally have not used cbd rich strains in our extractions and infusing we've been working with raw extractions and raw infusing and we believe very highly in thca in acid form the raw form and that we've been having a lot of success again we've been doing it for four and a half years have had way beyond anything we could expect in and positive feedback um and we we work with selective group of uh farmers that we've been working with for years who have very sustainable and quality uh organic uh, growing techniques and just having clean product uh, that's um, but basically not we have not been dealing with CBD rich strains as the, even though I am pro CBD products and stuff of the sort. but it uh, we're, we're growing with this we're learning and it's all gonna be different strains different compounds different ways of administering the medicine and we'll disc- we'll all learn that together over the next 10 15 years um, and uh, you don't necessarily have to get high to be a cannabis user. Cannabis can be used in many different forms and everyone should be able to use cannabis. And that's been our focus for many years and we like to continue that focus.
3: Well, I think we're just gonna do a collective amen. Um, All right, <laughs> so uh, for you free weed listeners, uh, don't forget to check out dotgreens.org And here's Danny Danko.
1: All right, welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, uh, discussion with Jen and uh, Doc Greens, Sticky from Doc Greens, talking about uh, topicals and uh, cannabis-infused non-edible products. Uh, yeah, so now coming up, we have a interview that we did with Milo, Big Buddha from Big Buddha Seeds and we talk about a number of things he's been on the show before of course you guys remember him he's from Birmingham England uh home of Ozzy Osbourne and a bunch of factories but he was able to basically Ozzy Osbourne and factories
2: that's what we got <laughs> yeah. in Birmingham yeah. and so
1: but he you know got his hands on that uh, cheese cut the clone only cheese cut that was there and uh worked hard to get that uh into a seed form brought it over to Holland as a virtual unknown and and managed to win the Cannabis Cup but I I you know t- tell the story a lot but i had the pleasure of of giving him that first cannabis cup on stage and it was quite a moment that we had there and and since then you know obviously the rest is history he's built a uh you know a juggernaut of a seed company big buddha seeds with a bunch of different uh crosses some cheese related some not and he's managed to do that you know based on um, that win and and maintaining you know quality and integrity in the business and Um, We're going to talk about uh, the Cannabis Cup coming up, plans that he has for the Pre Me Coffee Shop, which is a very spacious, um, very nice spot that's been recently revamped and um, basically going to be sort of a pop-up shop for him, a a Big Buddha Pre Me collaboration where they're going to have dab stations and and all kinds of interesting different events, solventless night, a... uh, you know, a BHO night, a, uh, a medical uh, marijuana night where they're going to have uh, representatives from Rare Dankness and, and MTG, MTG Seeds and a bunch of different companies here in the States. So, yeah, he's got this whole thing planned out. And, uh, you know, we catch up with uh, Milo about
2: what's new with Big Buddha Seeds and what their plans are for Cannabis Cup. Uh, when Dan and I were in Amsterdam, uh, we had a chance to interview Big Buddha in Pre to me, mm-hmm. and that video uh, just went on HighTimes.com. So go check that out. It's uh, High Times in Amsterdam, Big Buddha Seeds.
1: Yeah, check it out. Uh, it's it's Buddha and I in uh, Pre to Me, which is P R I X D apostrophe A M I, and that's a coffee Pre shop. to Amy. <laughs> Pre to Amy, and it's right there. Uh, you know, right right in Central Square, uh, right by Central Station, on the Herring Packer Street, Herring Packer Straat, and uh, yeah. Without further ado. Here's our discussion with Milo a Big Buddha Seeds, Cannabis Cup winner and SeaBank Hall of Fem- Fame member. All right, we are here and we are talking with Big Buddha himself, uh, Milo from Big Buddha Seeds. Uh, greetings to you.
5: Hi, guys. Uh, I could just about hear you guys. I'm uh, here in uh, Ibiza. Uh, glad to hear from you guys. Uh, How's things?
1: Yeah, things are great. We're gearing up for the Amsterdam Cannabis Cup, and I know... Uh you've got some pretty big plans uh for over there with co- uh, coffee shop pre dummy, is that right?
5: Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what I've been doing over here. We've been uh getting a few things ready and uh we've had this idea for a long time just to uh just to change it a little bit. Because, uh, you know, you know, we we love the cannabis cups, so I've been participating in them for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh I you know, just wanted to do something different for a change. And so uh, this year, um, well, let me start. A few years ago, I, I actually went into the Predid Army, had a look around, and I thought, wow, this is a great place. How come, you know, no one really knows about this place?
1: You know, yeah, uh, I felt the same yeah, way.
5: Uh, I, I, I looked at it into last year, but like this year, we finally got the place. Um, during the week of the cannabis cup, uh, if you don't know about the pre dedar it's just uh it's literally just like fifty meters away from uh, exactly where the the coach drops you off from the roast
1: mhm yeah
5: and so, uh, it, it's it's really close by and then um we uh We've got it all throughout the week, so we're gonna be, are gonna be there every morning, um, you know, taking breakfast and things, and, uh, we're gonna enjoy a little free breakfast there just before you get onto the coach to go to the roast, and then, um, when that finishes and uh in on the evenings, obviously there's still parties to go at the milkweg, but uh you know, also on the evenings we've got a, uh, we've programmed a few things uh lined up for you. We've got people like Soma, we've got people like Neela's Pollinator Company, we've also got uh the guys, um, Skunkman and Bubbleman, who gave us uh, permission to do their uh, Legends of Hash after-party there. Oh, that's
0: um, great.
5: And then also, you know, we've got like we're gonna do like a, a night also where I've got my brothers from DNA, done now in there. Scott, uh, my my other brother, uh, uh Lab, Constantine, mm-hmm. he's gonna be there. So it's it's gonna be exciting. So, uh, we've, we've we've really thought about it this year, and hopefully it's going to be a good, good thing. Yeah, and,
2: and that all happens at pre Me during the Cannabis Cup, right?
5: Yeah, it's going to be there during the week. Keep an eye out in the next high times for the, the, the full program. But um, you know what? How, what we're gonna do is probably we're gonna start off on a Monday, and uh, we've we've kind of themed it. So on on a Monday night, we have like a medical Monday, um, and basically we're gonna have like Soma coming, and like Soma, you know, he's just had a kid. He's like, you know, he's, he's we call him the health master extraordinaire. <laughs> you know, or he's had an open heart surgery as well. And uh, he's going to be coming in, blending a few juices, and then uh, on also during that day we're going to have people from River Rock, Colorado, where I was with you uh, this year. Um, mm-hmm. Then the guys from there are going to come help us host that night also, and then uh, finally on, on on the Monday night we've got like uh, Mila and you know she's been doing she's gonna do a, a little uh dabadoo party oh nice <laughs> yeah oh. she's gonna hand out the awards there uh so uh she's gonna be handing out the awards there in the evening so that's that's the monday nights all programmed in and then on the uh on the tuesday i've got in kind of in mind we're gonna do something like a solventless tuesday basically today where we're not going to smoke any waxies or no oils or no butane, nothing. It's just going to be even like natural hash, dry sift or isolator.
0: Mm-hmm. And
5: uh, We've got like a, a few people there. We've got uh, uh, helping us out this year. We've got uh, a special guy um, very close to us, uh, but he came... 2nd last year at the Legends of Hash, wow. so uh, we've got him on, 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 on the case this year for, for us uh, and then obviously afterwards on a Tuesday night we're going to finish with the Legends of Hash uh, official after party, you know, where uh, the, the, the guys have asked me to keep the theme running to to how those guys like you, so we are not gonna have any cameras there. It's gonna be a real private affair. But Mm -hmm. it'll be fantastic.
1: Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, it sounds
5: fantastic. And then uh, finally on the Wednesday night, we're gonna do um, something which I'm gonna kinda call Breeders Wednesday. And, And what it is, is it's an opportunity for people especially coming to the cannabis Cup, You know, I want you to wear your T shirt, you know, wear your logos, you know, show us who you are, what you've got and things and then, you know, people can exchange and the information get it can get exchanged and it could just be a melting pot of I've got uh, I've good vibes there. So, you know, I've got people like uh, my, my boys, Don and Aaron. I've got cons from Lab. I've got Scotty from Red Darkness. You know, I've got uh, you know some young breeders from the U.K. as well coming in. Nice. I've got a few Spanish breeders coming in as well. And uh, I'm just going to get everyone in. And we're just going to see what, what we've got left and what got, we've got left for the Cannabis Cup. Just smoke it you know all.
1: <laughs> that sounds like the fun.
0: <laughs>
5: So, I, I, as you can tell from my voice I'm, I'm really really excited about this cannabis club um, you know I think it's it's going to be a good time in, uh, you know as I said you know, I, I went to Denver this year you know I've been watching you guys doing the show in, in Seattle as well recently and then San Francisco and they're all amazing cops.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: they're amazing but uh you know, we're brought up in Europe and, and for us, it was always the original cannabis cup. Uh, you know, there's still nothing more special than coming to Amsterdam and just smoking it out and, and, and just enjoying it rather than going out and, uh, you know, it, it, it's a totally different culture. And then, uh, you know, the Dutch are lovely people as well, so, you know, uh, I think this is going to be a good cannabis cup for all of us. And. Uh, yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I had the same I had the same feeling when I walked into uh dummy for the first time. I was like, where has this place been all my life? Because there's three floors and it's really roomy. Uh there's pool tables, televisions everywhere. They serve hamburgers and and really good food.
5: Uh, so so much opportunities for yep. people to be going in there, mixing around, yeah. saying hello, and going around, And like, you know, it, you know, it feels like groups of you as well. It's perfect because there's so much seating in there. Yeah. you know, uh, it's, it's it's a real big place. And uh, what what what's so really good as well is so convenient to 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 get you to and fro from the cup so you know just before you, you, you go to the roast for the expo mm-hmm. you know uh, you know stopping for free coffee in the mornings and then even when you come back from the roast you know you could go in there stopping there for a quick joint you know our cheese is gonna be on the menu we're gonna have some cheese wax on the menu also nice. um, so you know we're gonna have a few other surprises installed as well
1: yeah, absolutely, different. and uh, you're getting everybody together. I love the idea. It's Medical Monday, yeah, I'm on. Medical Monday. Then you have uh, on Tuesday, you're doing all solventless. So uh, solventless
5: Tuesday, yeah. right?
1: And then uh, Wednesday and on, is, is on breeders. Wednesday
5: we're gonna have the breeders Wednesday. Perfect. And uh, every night, you know, there's gonna be different things on.
1: Mm-hmm. And how late does uh, is are they gonna be staying open?
5: I think um, I've, we've got it down to until about one in the morning. So uh, it's, it's, it's just probably going to be long, long enough for my, myself. Cause I'll be there until, like, late at night. I've been, you know, I'm going to be there every morning as well for breakfast time. So, you know, we're going to be spending a lot of time there, so it'll be good.
2: Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like a great time, Buddha. We're looking forward to that. But uh, Dan and I were both discussing this earlier. We wanted to know a little bit about what you're entering into the cup.
5: Well, um, at the moment, there's still a selection and a, a choice of, of what we can do. But I know at the moment what we'll have ready, obviously, we'll have our cheese ready. Um, we will have also, hopefully, the cheese already. ready. Um, we'll have a, a good haze variety as well. Pretty much... Uh, What we'll also be bringing is we'll be bringing a few uh, of our extracts and stuff that we've been making and uh, also this year I've managed to get a a few guys who are pretty um, connected in in the underground in Amsterdam to uh, be growing uh, our, our, our clones this year so we're fortunate enough to be entering samples. Which are made in Amsterdam, so that's good because it saves saves on the appearance. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I used to be based in England before and things, and uh, you know, by the time you brought over pot over to Amsterdam, you know, it's pretty much squashed up and stuff. So uh, you know, it it helps um, to to have good pot which is grown locally Mm -hmm. uh, in, in Amsterdam. So we've got that ready, and uh, also as well, as I said, we've got the guy who was uh, responsible for, uh, for this uh, variety called Apricot, uh, and which was one second at the Legends of Hash. Uh, if you don't know what Legends of Hash is, it's one of these uh, real, you know, strictly high-grade balls, mm-hmm. uh, affairs, which... Uh, and so to get a guy who comes second uh, this year from there, he's, and he's, like, you know, working for us. You know, Or he's already there. He's making us uh, some really good uh, solventness, and then also he's uh, making uh, some um, cheese wax.
1: Oh, excellent, excellent. Well, I should also mention uh, in our upcoming issue, uh, December 2013 issue, Sour Cheezel from Big Buddha Seeds is one of the top ten strains of the year. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the Sour Cheezel? Is that uh, um, Soma's NYC Diesel crossed with uh, the Big Buddha Cheese?
2: Um,
5: sour Cheezel.
2: Okay. Is that a was that a little Vespa going by you in Ibiza <laughs> over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell
5: you. Let me explain to you what's happening this week in ibiza it's it's the closing parties but it's not the closing part the closing parties are normally last about three four weeks because first you have the djs with their closing parties then you have like you know the the, the nights closing parties and then you have the actual club closing parties so now uh, we're, we're on the last week the final week of closing parties, and uh, it's just absolutely chaotic out here. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds,
2: sounds like it could uh, be worse, man.
5: But um, no, it wasn't a New York sour diesel, uh, Dan. It was um, it was an East Coast sour It was an ECSD okay. uh, from Clone, which uh-huh. we had. Um, it's really nice, but uh, well, this is was, was a feminized cross. And um, it was a clone. I can't remember who, which one gave it me. Yeah, we had this clone from one of the other guys in London.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and he gave us gave me this clone like about a year, year and a half ago. And it, it grows and and smells amazing. It's uh, it's it's, it's, it's one of the closest sort of cheese or hybrids I've got. At the moment, and uh, hopefully we, will, we have enough to sort of enter for this year's cannabis cup. Oh,
0: nice. But um,
5: it's such a sublime taste. It's a mixture of uh, like cheese with diesel with that soury taste, and uh, it, it's beautiful. So, uh, real sort of soury, cheesy, like chemi taste, and uh, it's a really good yodo as well. So. You know, we like this one, so we're pretty excited about this strain.
1: Oh, cool, cool. Um now, how do you recommend people grow your strains? Um, I mean you've won cups with the cheese and and you know, what I I am pretty sure you're a you're a soil guy and you prefer bat guano. Yeah, you I'm like a soil bat guano? I, I always
5: use uh soil like something like canna soil or or bio, bio bees or mix and things and uh <coughs> If if it, if it gets a little bit too much, like uh, more of a sort of six seven lights, then uh, you know you can start adding things or just turning it to cocoa and things. But like you know, if it's just a small uh, personal, you know, like tents, you know, a couple of light tents and stuff, you know, it's worth it. Organic, you know, uh, I I I I love growing it in soil. It's it's the most forgiving and. It, for me as well, it's, it's about the taste and the final quality of it. And uh, for me, I, I, I like what you grow there, but uh, yeah, soil.
1: Soil, and I know you use uh, back guano. I think that's what's recommended on your, on your website.
5: Yeah, yeah I, I use a few like guanos and teas, but um, I also use like uh, companies like Advanced Nutrients and, and then also I use a few others. And also as well, we've, uh, We've been in the de- in development at the moment as well, and uh, we'll we'll be we'll be having like a a cheese nutrient line soon. Oh wow! So keep your eyes out for that as well. That'll be coming soon.
1: And uh, is there anything people need to know uh, that's different about growing autoflowering or feminized seeds?
5: Autoflowering is uh it, it's a pretty useful thing. Um, especially like for speed and time, but uh, the autoflowers at the moment, this, these generations, the new generations of autoflowers, are pretty good. You know, um, I've had people out here in Spain growing um, doing the automatic blue cheese and the cheese this year and literally, they are planting like, beginning of like May and finishing sort of end of June and uh, You know, after like 85, 90 days, and with like 125, 120 gram, like, bud, straight off the ground, like, about a meter ten high. It's super fast growth. And it it had the cheese, you know, enough cheese on there to call it cheese, you know, uh, (laughs) tanged to it. So a lot of people really happy. But uh, my best advice is, when you're growing with autoflowers, Please try them, but uh, let let the root flow out because as soon as the root like, stops or gets blocked in the, like, you know, like the side of a small pot and stuff, it starts coiling and then it starts auto flowering. So uh, it, 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 you have to give it as much air and space on in, in the earth as possible, or if you're growing it in pots in the biggest pots you can you can think at minimum at least like a, a three gallon pot
1: okay all right well yep. uh i want to tell you thank you so much for uh coming on the show i'm really looking forward to partying at the pre-dami uh coffee shop in amsterdam uh three floors and all that all that space uh i know you're going to be doing a bunch of giveaways there as well if people want to know, <laughs> yeah,
5: <there'll be> a- <laughs> Giving away a yeah. few pipes, caps, whatever. Yes. Can be
2: good. Dan and I were, were fortunate enough to uh, to meet you at the Prix de Me in Amsterdam when we were there in the spring, and it looks like a great place for you to hang during the Cup. So we encourage our listeners to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to it. If people want to find out uh, more information about uh, Big Buddha Seeds, I mean, I know there's bigbuddhaseeds.com. Is there any other place uh, or way for them to get in yeah, touch?
5: Can't keep an eye on that, and then uh, you you know where it's at anyway. You, you, I'll I'll be there all the day. Yeah, all, you know during the week, so yeah, you know, it, people will know where I, I'm at. You know, people can come see me and and we have a smoke and have some nice breakfast and enjoy the cannabis cup week. And you, uh
2: we know last year you had that epic booth. It was it was as big as it could be uh at the roost. Are you going to have a similar booth this year?
5: Same booth as the one which we uh, used in in Denver this time. It's not the it's not the what the the Colossus one <laughs> the, the, the 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 Colossus one is is getting reworked at the moment. But uh, we um, yeah we we still got the 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 Pagoda of Love this year. So uh, you'll notice us. Uh, <laughs> we'll be there at the expo every day.
1: Excellent. Well, uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you over there. Good luck as well in the contest, and um,
2: thanks for coming on the show.
5: Cool, man. I can't wait, guys. It's it's about two months now.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us from Ibiza. I hope you have a good closing out over there this season, and we can't wait to see you in Amsterdam, Buddha.
5: Can't wait to see you guys, too. Peace and love, guys.
1: Hey, Free Weed fans, listen up. Want to shout out our sponsor, BC Northern Lights uh, at bcnorthernlights.com and 888-236-1266. These guys have been with us uh, for a long time here, and they make a great grow box, uh, medical-grade powder-coated aluminum. Uh, They actually manufacture these things in Canada, and these are the Rolls-Royce of grow boxes. They have every amenity that you would want, uh, caster wheels, Uh, touchscreen technology, um, very customizable, very much uh, you can use them for perpetual harvesting or just, um, you know, cropping out a batch of clones or seedlings one at a time. Um, Versatile, well-built. They will last harvest after harvest. So shout out to those guys. Great, great company, really great customer service. Tell them Free Weed sent you. You get, I think, something like six months of free nutrients if you mention the show. So check them out, bcnorthernlights.com. Eight 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 two three six twelve sixty six. Okay, welcome back, uh, episode forty four. This is our cultivation section here.
2: It is our cultivation section, and And uh, welcome to the cultivation section of Free Weed 44. You know how we start these things, with Strain of the Week.
1: Yeah, and this is a really cool one. It actually corresponds with the issue that we have on sale right now, uh, which is our December 2013 Top 10 Strains of the Year issue. This is part
2: of the Top 10 Strains, right?
1: Yeah, it is, and it's uh, one of the uh, exciting parts of this um, was Serious Seeds has released a new strain, and this is... uh, This is news because a lot of companies release strains, a lot of strains, but uh, Sirius has had for 20 years only five strains in their roster.
2: That is pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, just before you go on, uh, one of the companies that we were fortunate enough to uh, meet when we were in Amsterdam, along with Big Buddha, was Sirius Seeds. And there's a video that we're going to release while this show is is on HighTimes.com. You should click over and see High Times in Amsterdam, Sirius Seeds.
1: Yeah, we shot that with Thomas uh, over at the Bluebird coffee shop in Amsterdam. And we talk about the Sirius Six and that, uh, among other things as well. And that's basically about Sirius Seeds. Sirius, I mean, uh, we've had uh, um, Simon from Sirius on the show. We had him on the Amsterdam episode. He's a very. You guys went falconing we went falconing years ago and uh, told that story as well. And yeah, he's just, he's a very interesting guy, very, very science oriented. And this is why he's only had these five strains in his roster, among which, you know, obviously the AK 47 and the, um, Cali mist. And I mean, just some, some really amazing and interesting and unique varieties that he's always had there. And now he's added a sixth one. So the serious six, uh, is a brand new one. Basically he's been working on this for years. Uh, he crossed an African land race with an undisclosed Canadian strain. And basically he's trying to get some of that extreme sativa characteristics, but tame it a little bit so that it'll finish outdoors in Holland. Um, by the end of September, which basically means, you know, mid September to late September for, you know, us in the, you know, uh, North or Northwest. So, uh, it's a really, really unique strain as you would expect. And I know he, he in, in part of, as part of developing it, he found that like one of the earlier varieties was really amazing, but it did tend to have uh, very late, very, very late, uh, Hermie characteristics. So he, uh, went back to the drawing board and started over and that's just the type of guy. He is very meticulous as a breeder. Uh, I got to smoke some of this and it's just very amazing. You'll, you'll, you'll hear us talk about it in the video as well with Thomas. But, uh, yeah, the bright pink pistils really high, uh, calyx to leaf ratio, which growers really appreciate, uh, trimmers also in particular, love it. Uh, you want to be sure not to over fertilize Sirius six, the leaves will brown up and fry at the first sign of, of, too many newts. So, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, lighter on the nutrients, it's definitely sativa dominant Uh, it's got the hints of citrus and anise really cerebral high um, very intense and very very great strain so um, congratulations to Sirius seeds for uh, uh, this release of the Sirius six in our december issue we have some beautiful pictures of the buds dry as well as growing uh, and a nice description written out as well as the other nine of the top 10 strains of 2013 so check that out uh, check out the video that we did with uh, with Thomas as well. Um, that's shot at the Bluebird, and that is the coffee shop in Amsterdam, and we hope uh, you guys come over for the Cannabis Cup because I'm sure there will be plenty of Sirius 6 to be sampled over there. So if you want to try it for yourself, come to Amsterdam and try the Sirius 6 because it is really uh, an amazing thing. After 20 years, they've brought a new strain into the world, and uh, um, just want to commend Simon and Thomas for all their hard work.
2: I gotta gotta just mention, this is one of those multimedia moments that dorks like me dream of. Because as Dan and I are speaking in the studio, to my left, our new full-time video person, Tristan, is cutting together the Serious video that Dan just mentioned. And we're talking about the video and Sirius and doing a strain profile on the podcast. It's all very exciting. Uh, would you say that this is a brave new world, Denko?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a fun trip that we had over there, and it's just cool to see, um, you know, the fruits and flowers of our labors uh, blossoming on the
2: digital vine. Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, think about that for a second, but we'll move on to our tip of the fortnight.
1: Yeah, so I uh, want to talk about growing in a grow box. I feel like a lot of people um, are... You know, sort of delving into the game and deciding, you know, uh, how do I get started? Should I just convert this closet? Should I um, purchase a grow box or a tent? And I think that those, uh, the unique characteristics of growing in those things should be discussed. And one of them is, is that you're enclosing the space, so you're gonna get a buildup of heat. You're gonna get buildups of uh, humidity and things like that. You're gonna have extreme uh, characteristics because you've limited the space somewhat rather than just taking a bedroom and hanging a light, uh, you are actually restricting your square footage um, quite significantly when you when you growing in a tent or in in a grow box, Um, depending on the size of the grow box, some of them uh, have all kinds of features, some of them separate the grow box into sections. So you can have a section for your mother plants a section for your clones, those would be getting 18 or 20 hours of light per day and then a, a, a light tight separate flowering section uh which would be getting 12 hours of light per day uh, so that you can kind of have almost a perpetual cycle happening within this uh, confined space and so that's pretty interesting for the home grower um you know the prices you know people are always saying you know well it's thousands of dollars it's true but i mean you got to consider what you're paying for for pot and if you're buying you know three or four hundred dollar ounces uh these things pay pay for themselves pretty quickly also a lot of these companies will have uh you know deals where you can put a certain amount of money down and you can finance the the grow box or you know worst case scenario you take a credit card and, and buy the grow box and pay 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 the credit card off later with your first harvest but uh you know, there's ways around that. If if uh you know money is an issue, you can you can always uh basically put some money down in some of these cases. So you can check out the websites. We have a grow box review that I uh conducted in our November twenty thirteen issue. It's the High Times Grow Box Buyers Guide. It's actually available for free online uh, at hightimes.com slash growbox. And you know, we basically rate uh, a number of different uh, uh, boxes that are out there on the market, uh, including our sponsors BC Northern Lights. Um, you know, they, their boxes tend to to run a little more pricey, but it's kind of like you're getting what you pay for because uh, the the touchscreen technologies and things that they've developed, in that marketplace of pretty pretty outstanding uh there's led boxes out there from a bunch of different companies that's a pretty big new thing to kind of control the heat level because that's the one thing i mean if you're putting a 600 a 400 watt uh or a thousand watt you know light in one of these boxes the heat is going to build up really fast and you know little computer fans aren't going to cut it you have to you know either uh cool the area outside your grow box or suck that heat out as quickly as possible with multiple uh, fans blowing out Um, you know that's that's one of the the things that you have to deal with when you're working in such an enclosed space is the heat so leds kind of take some of that uh, pressure off of you because they don't create as much heat they're certainly not gonna uh, cost you as much on the electrical side either and uh, they're really great as supplemental lights in a grow box for sure. You know, if you want to go down from a six hundred to a four hundred and supplement with LEDs, you know that's something I would definitely recommend. Um, you know, other things are like you know CO two. People are always like, oh, you know, I can't go and get a tank or a generator for my four by four grow tent or grow box. But there are products now on the market uh, that produce. Uh, CO2 in small, for small spaces, and will actually boost your yields significantly. Um, um, Different sort of mushroom growing kits and things like that that are out there. Um, So check them out. I mean, CO2 boost is one I can think of. And then there's a few others out there. And um, those are great ways to boost your yields in a small space without having to commit to, like, the generator, the regulator, the, you know, gas tank coming in and out of my house and things like that. And, uh, to be, you know, to be frank, the, on uh, the cheapest way you can go is, is, is a tent. Uh, but you're not going to get the security type things that you get from a, uh, a box. So, um, there's pros and cons to either one, but there's affordable ways to go. And then there's ways to go that you spend some money on, but they ease a lot of your, uh, you know, workload by automating a lot of the watering and 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 making everything um really customizable so uh, i
2: I know that that this is all very tailored to the person's needs because as you said there are bigger and smaller units there are you know more automated and less automated There are more expensive less if you were starting a grow today in your house and you know you had to pick one with a budget what box would you go with
1: you know, I think I pr- I might just go with a tent if if I was on a really tight budget, uh, because they're just easy to uh, take up and and put down and and I think I would you know if I was just starting I would want to start with something affordable uh, and mobile and easy to easy to take down uh, in case I had to and then sort of work my way up and graduate to a grow box uh, and you know of course I love our sponsors BC Northern Lights I mean you're gonna you, you know, you're going to pay, but you're getting what you pay for and you're getting incredible customer service and stuff. So, you know, they really do make the, you know, Rolls Royce of grow boxes with all of their units. Um, but, you know, there's other companies out there that, you know, are all part of that marketplace. And each one kind of serves a certain uh, n- niche for, for different people. And I think the important things for me are, you know, they roll rolling around on wheels. If you're going to get a grow box, it's nice to have one on casters that you can move around really easily uh, from room to room if need be. I I think that's important. I think, uh, you know, really good exhaust and really good charcoal filtration is important um, because typically you're, you're, you're getting one of these because you don't have a lot of space and you might have people nearby who might smell, you know, the odors of uh, growing. So, Uh, those are the factors that I'd look into and, you know, you have to maintain, you know, odor control, whether you're using a tent or a grow box or any of those other things. So, uh, I guess I hope that answers what I would do.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that that's succinct. Again, like we said, different people have different needs and there's a uh, unit for everyone. So definitely go to hightimes.com enter slash growbox and uh, check out that article. That is Danny Danko's piece from the November 2013 issue of High Times.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is the growbox buyer's guide. So if you're interested in growbox, check that out. It's uh, rating uh, them by cost and 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 also by efficiency levels and stuff. So that's cool. And then the issue after that top 10 strains, we talked about the series six, there's uh, a bunch of other strains in there and Anthony Jesselneck interview. And uh, great uh, Eric Bixa how to double your harvest thing, and oh, Bobby Black's uh, inside the uh, Dab Labs. Oh, in the Dab Lab. Yeah. There's a cool
2: video for that online as well. So
1: and Global Pot Report. Which global is, Pot
2: Report. Yeah, that's been around a while.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, also the whole question of uh, uh, DUI and THC and uh, nano- driving high, yeah, and driving yeah. high and Nanograms, nanogram and levels love. and things that people have been really uh, talking about a lot out there in the world, and we sort of try to understand what that's all about in this issue as well so
2: titillating yeah what do you say we go to my favorite part of the show which is danny danko answers your grow questions on air let's do it awesome (laughs) question number one comes from johnny i'm looking for a plant that gives that gives a good daytime sativa high with minimal couch lock but is also a short plant which is easy to grow what can you recommend Wow,
1: what a coincidence. I think the Sirius 6 would qualify as something no, like perfect for that. It's almost as if we
2: planned this show out. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, actually. But yeah, that's a good <laughs> answer to that question. Serious 6 from Serious Seeds, which we just uh, discussed in, in our strain of the Fortnite, uh, would be perfect. I think there's a, a bunch of others. Uh, for a sativa kind of strain like that, I mean, if you had access to the strawberry cough, it's it, that's a great one uh, for, you know, something that finishes in 60 days. Flowering and still uh, packs that sativa, you know, daytime bright, electric high mm. uh, that we love so much from our sativas. I think Cali Mist is a great one, but it might might have a little longer of a flowering time for what you're interested in. Any any of the uh, you know the Super Silver Haze or the Lemon Haze's um, those are great, but they're also going to take a little longer, I, I think, than your uh, willing to go blue dream is a good one you know 65 60 days uh and a great uh wonderful sativa and of course jack harrer the uh the amazing strain named for our uh emperor jack so um yeah there's a number of uh, sativa dominant strains that don't take way too long uh, to flower that you could experiment with
2: and for most of those, you could go to our sponsor, Gorilla Seed Bank, to find. Uh, if you want the Sirius 6, how how would you go about getting that?
1: Um, I think com. You go there, and, and uh, you find out, I guess, whoever distributes uh, for them. And, uh, you know, you can get that, I guess, through companies in the U.K. or Spain.
2: Very cool. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Johnny. I hope that helps. He also says, I love your podcast, Best Wishes. So, nice. thank you very oh, much.
1: dude, the emails we get. To the free weed email address are amazing,
2: very Um, kind stuff. Yeah, mostly. Okay, moving on (laughs) to Andrew. Uh, Andrew writes: Do plants grow upwards regardless of lighting placement? For example, if the lighting of plants were placed on the side of plants, would it grow only outward, or would it also grow upwards? Is gravity a determining factor for plants' growth, and or is it purely light? Uh, And he also wants to know uh, what's the highest yield per number of weeks. So I guess what he's saying is uh, what's the proper balance for, for to get the best yield versus how many weeks you're actually trying to flower?
1: Huh Interesting. Um, as far as what plants grow, they don't actually just grow up. They grow towards the light source uh, that provides them with light. So you can make plants grow sideways um, by putting the light source in the middle. There's a number of vertical grow units that actually use this process, and they basically uh, have a vertical light tube that goes down the middle of the grow unit and then the plants sit on the outside around it and all grow inward towards it. So uh, they do grow towards towards their light source, and so that is one way indoors that you can manipulate uh, the direction that your plant grows in. And uh, as to the weeks uh, that you need to... To yield the most, I guess yeah, is what he's, he's saying. Like, yeah. um, uh, I, you know, I recommend you know approximately a a month or so of a vegging time, uh, and and also uh, at least a gallon of soil per uh, week of vegging time. So if you have a five week vegging time, you should have at least a five gallon container of soil. And then your flowering time is typically about two months. So uh, you're looking at three to three and a half months in order to basically grow a plant all the way from, you know, seedling to, uh, fruition as, a
2: uh, harvested ganja bush. Well said, uh, <laughs> just finishing up on Andrew here. He also writes, um, one last thing I heard about Danny's first time smoking, getting stoned, but what about Mr. Mike Hughes? Hmm. Uh, I was 16, found some weed in my father's sock drawer, smoked it in the front yard, not much happened. Uh, And he closes by saying, my cat Ganji sure would love a shout-out. She has feline herpes, and a shout-out would sure make her feel better. What do you think? Shout-out the herpes cat?
1: Shout-out to your cat, man. Okay.
2: Yeah. There you go. Uh, Ganji, we hope you're enjoying the show, and we're sorry about the herpes. Um, Yeah. How does a cat get herpes? Uh, It's the kissing disease, right? Uh, I think that's maybe cleaning it up a little bit. Anyway, Andrew, we hope your calf feels better. We hope that helps. Let's go to our next email. Kim writes, hey, Danny and Chris. What? <laughs> Danny and Chris? Okay. No. Uh, sorry, Kim. We're going to have to move on from that. Uh, it's Mike here. So, Okay. Our next uh, email comes from Grow Vegas. I forget which episode it was, but Danny was doing the impression of the motivational speaker from the hockey game against oh, wow. the Soviets. I thought he was making fun of Dick Buckus. Uh, but he also says you should do more impressions. Your Dutch accent was spot on too, so wow. some praise for your impressions nice. on the show. That was that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. The highly controversial <laughs> motivation. We got a lot speaker. of emails about that. <laughs> we did. We did a lot. At Actually, point, most agreed uh, with you that it was good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll save. We'll save. I got a few in in the pocket. We'll bring. Oh, it up. all
2: right. Well, they're calling for you. The public is calling for more (laughs) impressions. So thank you, Grow Vegas. Uh, Dan appreciates that. I do not. Moving on to Ernest. Uh, Hi, Dan. I'm from Cape Breton. My wife has fibromyalgia and suffers a lot from pain. Uh, uh, She's great if she could smoke. I am disabled and live on a fixed income, but I could use all the help I can get trying to get her legal weed. So basically legal weed in Canada. What's the what's the deal with that?
1: Uh, yeah, they have a federal program. You have to apply for it. Um, I'm not even sure where you'd go to go about that, but, uh, they do have a federal program. So if you, if you go to Google and you search for, you know, Canada, uh, federal medical marijuana, uh, I think, you know, you'll, you'll very soon find out that, uh, there is a program and you just have to apply for it. Now there's problems with the program. That's for sure. And we hear from our, uh, Canadian friends that, uh, you know, there's all kinds of uh, bureaucratic issues that have arisen and uh, different contracts for different people to grow and and uh, are certain people being, uh, being left out of that and other people uh, benefiting from it and uh, certainly some problems with the system. Uh, but there is a federal system that recognizes the need for certain Canadians to uh, receive me- medical marijuana. So uh, your first step is to a- apply and become a part of that uh, process. And in the meantime, you know, Canada has um, plenty of non-medical marijuana available that can be used for medical purposes as well. So, uh, you know, and particularly, I, Cape Breton is Cape Breton is Nova Scotia, right, or is that Newfoundland?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, We actually have a, a coworker from that area, yeah, I believe. Mary Jane, yeah. and her name is Mary Jane. Her name is Mary Jane, and <laughs> it's not a pseudonym.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, good luck up there. And if you're growing your own, you know, definitely grow indica-dominant strains that are going to finish up, you know, particularly outdoors in your area because you are uh, up there closer to the uh, North Pole.
2: Uh, there's actually a really good article about what's going on with the medical uh program in Canada on hightimes.com, uh, so you should definitely check that out. I believe it's called The, the Big Freeze, is that it? The Big uh, Freeze. Dan Sky wrote it, mm-hmm. yeah. So yep. check that out on hightimes.com for more info and uh, we certainly we certainly wish you luck, Ernest. Um, hope that works out. Write us back, tell us how you're progressing with that. Okay, uh, Kim actually followed up her, her previous email <laughs> and she writes, sorry Mike for starting off my letter to Danny and Chris lol i know a chris hughes and had a brain fart all right kim you're forgiven let's answer your question uh really love the podcast respect your opinions meaning danny and chris uh, my question is this i've heard that if you add a dram of candy extract blueberry pineapple to your water uh, for your final week before harvest that you can enhance the taste and smell of your cannabis what do you think
1: yeah i don't recommend any kind of thing like that at all um any kind of artificial flavoring or anything that is completely unnecessary. Cannabis has a, a you know, if you if you're growing the right strains, it's going to have incredible flavor already there. Uh, all you're trying to do when you're, when growing it is enhance that inherent flavor that's in there in the genetics of it. And it's nothing that you add, um, you know, plant food helps. And, and, you know, obviously guano and things like that, organic foods are, are great because they're soluble. They're very quickly soluble to the plant and, uh, they're, broken down into smaller, uh, particles. But, uh, basically you have to understand that that's food that's feeding the plant and allowing it to go through photosynthesis. But if you're adding some kind of a fake flavoring or some kind of thing, even molasses people talk about, uh, I, I would say molasses is good to add to your oxygenated compost tea because, uh, you know, the, the microbes will help break it down it basically provides food for the beneficial bacteria that uh, you're trying to cultivate in that so- in that in that uh, solution, but to add it just to the water that you're feeding to your plants is not uh, it's not a flavor enhancer. It's not a uh, something you should be doing. So, uh, particularly towards the end of a plant's life, like that, you should just be using plain pH balanced water, uh, flushing the plant out, and there's really no no additive I can think of that's going to improve flavor in the last couple of weeks, uh, except just, you know, doing what you're doing and letting the plant do what it does naturally.
2: Let the plant what, do what it does naturally, Kim, <laughs> please stop sticking all that extract in there. you know, it's, well, weird, you know, it know- is,
1: it's weird because you hear all kinds of things about people using birth control pills and grinding them up or using this or that. And they all, you know, swear that it does something right there at the end that enhances this or that, but to me, it's all just sort of unnatural ways of kind of maybe making up for some kind of flaw that may have occurred along the way. I mean, right. ultimately, you if want the, grow the went flavor successfully, of the plant
2: that you're growing. Right? Yeah.
1: If the grow went successfully the and, and the, the genetics were there, uh, you're going to have an amazing end product just by using... The regular things that you would normally use Plant foods and water yeah. And anything else that you're trying to add As an additive is just, I, I think Ill-advised as Walt Frazier would say
2: Hmm, Frazier
1: Walt, Clyde, Frazier
2: Oh, I, I thought you meant Frazier the, the television character Down I'm goes Frazier? No, 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 no no. Uh, no, Have you ever seen that Kelsey video? Have, yeah. you,
1: have you seen the video of Kelsey Grammer falling down?
2: Oh, yes, I did <laughs> uh, He falls off like a
1: stage right? Down goes Frazier <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I fell.
2: No. <laughs> yeah. It's a good show, though. Um, Frasier? Yeah. You don't uh, think that's a funny show, Fraser? Uh, okay. No? All right. I mean. Anyway. Uh, so thank you, Kim. Actually, you know what we ought to do at some point is like the Mythbusters for these plant things. Like aspirin with a Christmas tree in the Christmas tree water. You know, have you heard of people doing that? They yeah. place an aspirin in there to help, like, open the, the root up or something? I mean, we, we should look into some of these myths. See what's real and see what's not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So thank you, Kim. We appreciate the question. And our final question is from john. What essentials would I need for a small indoor greenhouse? It's just for two or three plants at a time live in the Northeast with a short outdoor grow period.
1: Okay, so it sounds to me like if he's talking about his outdoor grow period, he wants an indoor greenhouse that's connected somehow to his house or something like that. Uh, If you want something like that, that's that's actually a great idea because your heat from your home keeps the greenhouse warm uh, and you can grow tropical plants in the northeast if you have a a greenhouse that's warm throughout the winter as well as uh, you can use supplemental lighting in the greenhouse to keep plants alive and really you can have uh, incredible tropical plants in there if you want or of course the plants that we know and love the cannabis plants and uh, basically, what you need is at the base level a you know place to put this greenhouse that's atta- either attached to your home. If it's not attached to your home, you're going to have to uh, build the structure itself uh, freestanding, and hopefully it's something you can step into and walk inside, and uh, it's securely attached so that you know strong winds aren't aren't, aren't going to blow it away. Um, Vents are important. You want to be able to get hot air out of there. Uh, and bring cool fresh air in and uh, you know it's got to be in a sunny space uh, in order for you to get your plants uh, finished at the you know right time the basically you need a greenhouse kit of some sort whether it be attached to your home if you have a deck you can attach it to or some kind of a a a place you can attach it to if not if it's freestanding you're not going to have as much leeway as far as keeping it warm but you will be able to extend your season so that you can finish cannabis plants into well into October in a greenhouse in the Northeast. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to really gauge your question because it's, is is it an indoor greenhouse or is it?
2: Yeah, that was confusing to me as well. Indoor greenhouse. If it's an
1: indoor greenhouse and you're talking about a grow tent or a grow box, then I would refer you to the earlier, uh, cultivation segment where we talked about, I talked about the grow boxes and, uh, then, you know, basically try to decide what's best for you if you're doing something inside. Uh, But taking advantage of the sunlight is something I always recommend. And you can grow plants in the Northeast all the way to fruition with a greenhouse for sure outdoors.
2: All right, well, you certainly wrote into the right show. Thank you, John, for your question. Thank you, everybody. If you have a question that you would like Dan to answer on the show, uh, write to us freeweed at hightimes dot com. You could also get us on Twitter at Danny Danko at my cues underscore and always use the hashtag freeweed. What do you say? We take a little break, come back, put a bow on it. let's do it.
1: Hey guys, I want to tell you about another one of our sponsors, and they have been with us for several episodes now, and we're very excited about Gorilla Seed Bank. Uh, That's G-O-R-I-L-L-A. Uh, they have some special deals. If you mention Free Weed, you got to check out their Facebook and tell them that Free Weed sent you. Uh, one of the interesting things that they do is they ship the original, official, branded, sealed breeder packs, uh, which many other companies do not do. So you're getting the original packs of the breeders that you want that, uh, like I said, some of them, they won't ship to the U.S., but these guys do. They ship worldwide. So if you're listening um, pretty much anywhere, uh, check out gorilla Dash cannabis-seeds.co.uk and if you check out that website and you put in slash free-seeds.html they have a free seed deal as well uh if you order seeds from them so check them out Gorilla Seed Bank thanks for the great work you guys do and we appreciate the support for the free weed podcast All right. Is it time to wrap this one up?
2: Let's wrap it up with raw. Wrap raw papers. With the raw papers. That's how we wrap things up here at Free Weed.
1: All my joints are wrapped up with raw papers.
2: Yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, Literally. that's a heck of a rolling paper.
1: Yeah. No. It's my favorite. I really like it. The classics. It. I like the classics. <laughs> the classics are good. One and a quarters. Mm.
2: All right. So this was a fun episode.
1: Raw crutch, too.
2: Raw crutch? The filter. Oh, use the raw filter. filters, too. Yeah, the filters are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's hard to even smoke a joint without a filter now. You know what I mean? Yeah. someone hands you it and all the weed is just stuck on your lip and all that, not, <laughs> a, not a big fan of it. Anyway, um, so, okay, here's the thing. Uh, Dan and I uh, just announced to the office today, uh, so we'll announce it here, that uh, free weed is going to be put out on Thursdays, every other Thursday, right?
1: Starting this
2: today. Starting right now, the day you're hopefully listening to this, and then every fortnight, on yeah. Thursdays.
1: We believe that consistency will get us more listeners. So you guys have to get us more listeners. No, you're
2: putting it all on them.
1: Well, tell your friends. <laughs> People are constantly asking you grow questions. Just refer them to this podcast. It's free.
2: Do it. Yeah. It's free weed. Yeah. Right. Excellent.
1: And it's going to be every fortnight, literally, mm-hmm. but consistently.
2: On Thursdays. Maybe, yeah. if, maybe like a 420 release time. What do you think of that?
1: Um, That's ambitious, but I'd say every other Thursday starting today will be a free weed. So if you go on your iTunes or you go to Stitcher or SoundCloud or wherever it may be uh, where you get your free weed, you will be getting free weed consistently every two
0: weeks.
2: Mm. I Uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of this thing called Swell Radio? No. It's interesting. It like crawls uh, the interwebs. And it it takes any audio that people have, whether it's a podcast or a television show, and then it gives you it on your your iPhone or maybe your device. Hmm. But we're not on it. Interesting. Yeah. We we should be. We should look into that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're proud to announce that we are on a new sketch. We are on a new sketch. Literally every fortnight, Thursdays, not next Thursday, but the Thursday after that, there will be another free weed, and you can count on it.
2: You can count it. It's like money in the bank.
1: Yeah, and our, our ambitious goal is eventually to make it weekly, and that would be like it's every Thursday in twenty fourteen. If you guys are down with that, and you would like to see that, uh, you know, send an email to freeweed at hightimes com or uh, put it out there in social media on Twitter and Facebook, and just you know, hashtag freeweed, and uh, let us know if you want it to. If you want the show to be, you know, more frequent and consistent let us know and we will try to make it so
2: we're gonna start by dominating every other thursday but eventually we'll just dominate thursdays yeah yeah all right i would also like to point you to our uh, video series high times in amsterdam uh dan has already uh, spoken to dna Mm -hmm. uh, greenhouse yeah Big Buddha, Mm -hmm. and now Sirius, and uh, coming up, I won't tell you who, but there's a very exciting uh, final video, so definitely go check that out. Yeah,
1: and if you want to come to Cannabis Cup, remember uh, promo code DANKO, D-A-N-K-O, gets you 10% off of Cannabis Cup tickets at CannabisCup.com. Hope to see you over there at uh, Marijuana Fantasy Camp. Indeed. Uh, let me mention one more thing. I, I, I want to do this as a favor for our uh, show friend Subcool and Ms. Jill and the whole TGA f- uh, crew and family. Um, they're conducting a food and toy drive um, as part of, you know, the science of dank and, and the whole weed nerd family. So, uh, if you're in uh, Northern Cali, you can bring cans of food, non-perishable food, new toys for kids, uh, flower donations for dispensaries, any kind of. Uh, you know, grow supplies that are in decent condition. Um, basically, he's asking people to stop by different places. Um, uh, the uh, The prizes are going to be awarded at the Emerald Cup that's going to be held this year at the Sonoma County uh, Fairgrounds in December. There's going to be f- uh, f- gift and food boxes at lo- all, a bunch of local collectives in that area and grow shops as well. Um, each location is going to have a wish list, a wish box for families in need to request to be entered into the drawing as well. Uh, so I definitely want to help out Sub and, and uh, Ms. Jill and, and uh, Dioxide and that whole crew because uh, they do great work, but they also do really great deeds for the community, for autism, and for all kinds of great causes. So they're, they're a great example of a company that's grassroots but giving back to the community. Um, so shout out to Sub, and more information is on Facebook at the TGA Sub Cool Seeds Facebook. Can you say goodbye in Russian? До свидания. Tas vidania. Tas People. Das is like pretty formal, and paka is just kind of like see you later. Paka. Paka. Um. You know. Let's see. Other than that, you know, uh, grow boxes are. All right, we got to stop it there for (laughs) a second.